Welcome, my friends. You're listening to Be On Air, your companion for launching and growing your own podcast. I'm your host, Kaylee Marks. This show is all about the transformational journey of sharing your message through podcasting and entrepreneurship. Learn from diverse experts and guides as we dive into the heart of podcasting, branding, and online business and share blueprints to achieve your purpose. If you haven't already, please subscribe. And if you want to start a podcast or want to grow your show, I invite you to book a free strategy session with me via the link in my show notes or on my website. That's all for now. I hope you enjoy the show and I'll see you on the other side. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Beyond Air. I'm your host, Kaylee Marks, and today I am so, so utterly thrilled to introduce you to one of the world's greatest magicians and illusionists. He is the grandmaster of magic. He fooled Penn and Teller, and he runs the world's most prestigious magic school. I am extremely excited and honored to present to you Jeff McBride. Well, hello, this is Jeff McBride coming to you directly from Las Vegas, Nevada, from the McBride Magic and Mystery School, reminding you that there is magic around us and within us. It's good to be here, Kelly. Uh, that's amazing. I'm so happy to share you with the world for people who don't know you. You are a uh, truly inspirational human being. And you're up to some amazing things. So if we could just dive in, would you tell us what you're up to, what you're about, what you're up to in the world? Well, I run the world's leading magic school here in Las Vegas. We have students from all over around the world. And it's not what you think. Most of our students are people from different walks of life that just have a fascination for the art of magic. They have a fascination for transformation, for illumination, for education. And these are people that are scientists. There are people that are doctors and lawyers that are magic hobbyists, but we get people coming to our school and coming to our free programs that have a passion for the miraculous. And there is so much to be learned from the art of magic. And magic reminds us that all things change and transform and that reality is subject to change without notice. Mm. So true. It is so true. So just to give a little context, you've been broadcasting incredible, I don't even know how to describe what they are. They're, they're more than a podcast. They're even beyond a radio show. They are, they are immersive digital gatherings of your, where you're broadcasting your school. Could you talk to us a little bit about what that is, how long that's been going and how you got started doing that? Well, I've been performing magic for over 50 years, headline Las Vegas and do theaters all travel around the world. However, there's a lot more to magic than just the performance. There's the history and mystery and anthropology and sociology of magic. There's the uh, science of magic. And every week at uh, 7 uh, 7 p.m. Pacific time on McBrideMagic.tv, we gather magicians from around the world to have serious talk about this incredible art of magic that reminds us that anything is possible, that there are no impossibilities. And we get, like I said, people from all walks of life and many top performers like David Copperfield comes on the show, Lance Burton, Matt King, Max Maven, some of the top names in magic. 
and some of the no top names in neuroscience and the science of magic. We, last week we had on Gustav Kuhn on the science of magic, who just wrote a breakthrough book called Experiencing the Impossible, talking about what neuroscience uh, is learning from the art of illusion on how we process information. And we also have some of the top performers on, and we, we share um, different points of view on magic. And then we have magic lessons for the group where we actually teach the techniques of, of magic and how our perceptions change. I'll give you an illustration with this magic wand. Now we know that this is a magic wand because this is an object we've been processing in our minds all of our lives as the tool of the magician. However, with a, I'll roll up my sleeve and with a snap of my finger, it can change. And reality is able to change just that quickly. And that's what we teach here at the magic school is that you can't necessarily trust your senses, but you can most always trust your heart. So we talk about the heart of magic and the art of magic, and we have different programs each month. This month is uh, Halloween this time, and we're at the time of this recording. So we have special classes on seance magic, storytelling. We have special uh, classes on special effects that are used in, in magic performances. We also teach stage magic, close-up magic, we have special classes for women in magic. We teach street magic, escape magic, and mind reading magic, and magic to be used as a, as a social skill, as icebreakers and communication. So we have classes every different every week on on different subjects, from sleight of hand to neuroscience. Wow, th this is so incredible. So, you know, oftentimes people think of magic and they think of something that maybe a parent or, a, you know, some family member showed them some coin trick or something small. And, and a lot of people don't realize how vast the art of magic really is, how deep it goes, how old it is, and also the benefits that magic gives in business, in life, in relationships, in our own spiritual understanding of the universe. So, you know, for instance, I know that you organize the Magic and Meaning Conference. How could magic help us in business, uh, especially like you just illustrated a point? How could we use magic or, or the art of illusion to improve our business and improve our professional relationships? There is a wonderful book that was just written by an amazing writer named David Morey. It's called Creative Business Magic. And he wrote this book with two other authors. One is Eugene Berger, who passed away a few years ago, but he was the world's foremost philosopher on the art of magic. And he approaches magic very philosophically. David approaches it very pragmatically as what, what magicians can learn from businessmen like David Copperfield, who does the introduction to the book. Now, David is a billionaire, not a millionaire. He's a billionaire. And how did he become this? He tapped into something profound, which is the art of storytelling, is that the way we process information is through stories. We wake up in the mor morning and it's news stories, newspaper stories, magazine stories, internet stories, stories on your phone, then we're watching soap operas or miniseries or movies. It's all stories. And what the magician gives is a story where the listener is the star, where the spectator or participant is the star of the story. So that's what a magician does that no other form of entertainment can create, is that 
you're not watching Luke Skywalker take the hero's journey. I am Yoda and you know I am Obi-Wan Kenobi on stage and you're Luke Skywalker or you're the heroine or the hero of the journey. And that is something unique to magic. Also during these times, magic is rapidly becoming one of the top entertainment forms over Zoom and streaming platforms because people can connect with it and immediately participate in the experience. Unlike movies where they can watch a movie and you can identify with a movie and empathize with the movie and have a great experience, but you're interacting with a, a, a magical performance. And I'll give you, I'll give you a, a, an actual practical example. And, and I know that you know with that we have not set anything up and I'm going to take a deck of cards and you can go, yeah, give me the full screen and a deck of cards. And years ago, one of the top illusions in the world was sawing a man in half. This was created by P.T. Selbit. And very few people have ever seen this experience live, but I'm going to do a miniature version. And Kaylee, you're going to be my uh, lovely assistant because originally it was done with, originally it was done with a man, but the misogynistic appetites of the time back at the turn of the century, you know, they needed a woman back then, but times have changed. So equal opportunity. Give me a number between five and 20. Um, 13. That's, oh, lucky 13. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. Now, you could have chosen any card, but you chose this card. Now, I forgot to tell you that everybody in my magic show, everybody in my magic show gets a special tattoo. So you're going to get a little tattoo, and I'm going to put a little circle here on your chest. And what would you like? in that little tattoo. What would you like in there? Anything but a smile face. Maybe we'll throw another heart in there. Okay, we'll throw a little, another, another little heart in there. And there we go. And anything else or is that good? Or you want anything else? How about a dot in the middle of the heart? A dot in the middle of the heart. Just All to right. switch it up. So now we have, this is you, and I'll show this very closely to the camera, a very, something very real. And this will represent you. And it's time for you to get inside of our little magic box here. And I'm going to use my laser wand and cleft you in twain. With a snap of my fingers, and I'm going to look right through when I do this, you will see something totally impossible. Totally impossible right before your very eyes. And there it is. Is that your little tattoo right there? That certainly is. What's going on? It, you will, it, will, it will never leave your sight. Watch. And what you just saw was real magic. What? And you send me your address and I will mail that card to you. And I will sign this card to you. I'm going to put to Kaylee from the magician, Jeff McBride. And now that it has a, a Jeff McBride autograph on it. You can trade it for 15 Chris Angels. That's oh right. my goodness. <laughs> there you go, but I will send this to you. Wow, <clears throat> I'm, I'm pretty mystified. You do that to me regularly though. You, you mystify me every time we, we meet. That's pretty incredible. Yeah, and you know what? And, and, and magic reminds us that our perception is flawed and magic 
and magicians are masters at controlling our attention. And this is becoming very important right now because we're living in an attention economy. If you watch the movie, The Social Dilemma, Tristan in the movie, who is one of the leaders of some of the top high-tech companies like Google and Facebook, he's a magician. And he talks about in the movie, The Social Dilemma, how magicians are masters of controlling our attention. That's what the tip on the magic wand does. It moves our attention from here to there. So while you're looking over here, you don't see what's happening over here. And that's what social media is doing to you at this very moment. It's moving your point of view from here to there and back again. And social media right now is like an algorithmic magician misdirecting you and directing you exactly where they want to go. However, the more that you understand magic, you understand how your senses can be manipulated and how you can protect them from misinformation. <laughs> That's incredible. Jeff, I'm so I'm so curious, like, what made you decide to start sharing your magic with so many students? I mean, I don't even know how, how large the Magic and Mystery School is, but there's so many students across the, the entire planet that you're instructing, and you're doing it all from Zoom. Could you talk a little bit about that process, how that started, and especially now with COVID and everyone being at home, how, how are you making that work, and how are you using your platform to broadcast uh, so far and get your magic out there? I was always fascinated with magic. And then, you know, I started performing magic because I was just called to do it. Something in my heart, it just called to me. I needed to do it. And who knows why? It was just my passion. I wanted to do it. From the very first books I read, I've always wanted to, to be a master of magic. And then I met Eugene Berger, who's a master of magic. And that's our little shrine to our master there. And I wanted to study with him. So in order to study with him, we created a little weekend opportunity for our friends to get together to study with the world's greatest philosopher of magic, Eugene Berger. And from there, we, we became such close friends. We said, let's do this all the time. So we opened a school. And the excuse for me was just to spend time with Eugene. And the other students would come to the school. And this has been going on for over 30 years. And then we brought it online nearly 10 years ago. We were very early adapters of streaming platforms like uh, Livestream and now crossed over to Zoom. And we have about a thousand hours or more of original programs on all different topics of magic that you could possibly imagine that are open to our members of the school. And you can join the school for 25 bucks a year. And you get access to all of these archives and, and weekly lessons and discussions online. And it's an incredible global community of magicians. And your listeners and viewers are invited. Wow, thank you so much. Yeah, I don't know anyone else who has done like something quite like what you've done. How how has that evolved? Could you walk us through, because this show is also for new podcasters trying to build their platform. Uh, maybe they're YouTubers, maybe, maybe they're just doing audio. It doesn't really matter. They're trying to build their broadcasting platform. And it's something that you have, you've created just such a stunning um, such a stunning group of people, stunning uh, topics that you're sharing. Could you share how, like some technical information for how you, how you organize your team, how you organize your broadcast, anything that could be of value for my listeners as they're building their own? 
Experiment and dare to fail because you're going to crash and burn. And it's all about how many times you make mistakes. And that's true of any performing art like magic. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to make thousands of mistakes. Get comfortable with making mistakes because everyone is just a little stepping stone to the next. When we started first streaming our shows, <laughs> we were so naive. We had people in different times. I mean, this is going back on live stream. We had people in China and Europe and South America. Our first shows, if you look at it, looked like moon landings. They were like, do we have contracts in China? And they're all like scrambled and weird. And we were trying to stream live and get all these correspondents to do these live reports. We didn't do anything videotape back there. Anything, see, I say videotape, right? That tells me how long we've been doing this. But we, we, we just dared to make mistakes and fail. It's going, going to be a mess at first and you'll get through it. Start small and keep building. You won't find, we have only have some mystery school minutes on YouTube. We don't really put our mystery school stuff on YouTube. We're behind kind of a firewall. We kind of meet in secret. Your viewers and your listeners will be invited, but we're not banging a drum for the algorithms to drive people to our channel to, to up our subscription. People that are interested in magic will find us. We're not out banging the drum. We are for the few, not the many. And our real commitment is to go deep with a few people, not go broad and shallow with thousands and thousands of people and to, to build our brand into some monster brand that takes over and crushes other YouTube stations. I've had a lot of people, not a lot of people, a few good friends who got into the YouTube game and found it very hurtful to their spirit because it was so competitive, it crushed their heart. So make sure that if you get into the game, you're doing it for the right reasons, not just to get famous and rich, but to supply good quality content and your viewers will find you and they'll become loyal and you'll, you'll be able to, to get your message out there and attract the right people. I think some people are like, I'm going to build this thing and I'm going to throw stuff out on TikTok and Instagram and just, just throw stuff out and get likes and views. And I think from what I've seen, people that do this, they kind of sacrifice their artistic integrity. And I've seen they're like, just to get views, they kind of start pandering. And so stay true to your heart and stay true to your message. And I don't know, I don't even know how many people watch us. But I do know that the people that I do interact with, I spend time with like you. And that's enough for me. So if you are building something, make sure it has integrity, that it's integrated into where you want to be. And it's not just about numbers. It's about people. It's about connection. It's not just about subscribe now. Hey, everybody, subscribe now. Look in your face. Like nothing turns me off more than that. I, I couldn't agree more. And th that is some extremely valuable wisdom that is not said enough. Everyone is about trying to earn as much as earn as much revenue as possible and get your brand out there and get as many likes and subscribers. And I think it does, or it can sacrifice the quality of the content. And, you know, for people listening, um, Jeff and the magic and mystery school, they, their audiences is very engaged and very focused and it's uh, quality, right. And, and quantity, I would say, uh, it is quite a large audience that you have, um, revolving around your orbit, let's say. And so, uh, I, I just, 
just feel like that is such important advice to really understand our values and underst- understand the heart of what we're trying to do. And I'm, you know, I'm kind of curious from a technical side, how do you structure and how do you go about planning these shows? Because they are quite complex and you're passing the video between multiple speakers. And I mean, you run it like a TV show. So could you speak a little bit about how you plan that? Well, quite frankly, when we started it years ago, the content was good, but the tech sucked. And we would crash and burn and this and that. And then what we do is we we have planning meetings that are an hour every week with Tobias Beckwith, who's our manager. And he does a lot of the art and public relations and posting. And then we have the dean, who is kind of the captain of the ship. I'm the anchor, you know, I'm the anchor on the show. Then we have different segment producers that if we do anything that is asynchronous or recorded, it's very short because people like the live interaction. And we have two or three chat room monitors, either entering and letting people in and out of our Zoom room now that we're on Zoom, just to make sure that we run a really clean room that we don't have any Zoom bombers. And it's so we have couple of dedicated people in the community just on that. Scott Steelfire is our technician. And we all of the clips that we run are all compressed. So they, they, they're not, we're not trying to stream and take in information at the same time. So all of our clips are, are processed and ready to go and kind of user friendly to, 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 to shoot out to our, our group. And then we try to engage as much with the live conversation as possible. We have fascinating guests excellent short clips, lively conversation, and people that have been conversing with us for 30 years. We've had 30-year-long conversations with our students from around the world. And our archives are very easy to get to. If you want to, you can watch or open another browser as you're looking at this just to see some of the content we put up. If you go to mcbridemagic.tv, we have all of these free episodes that you can watch. They're an hour. You can watch David Copperfield talk about what it takes to make magic and become a billionaire. He talks about it. He talks a lot about how much of it is suffering. You'd be surprised how much of it is suffering, he says. But if you go to mcbridemagic.tv, you'll see all these episodes lined up for you. And then we have, we do a one hour broadcast. And then after that, we do a one hour study hall where we talk about the techniques and the tricks of magic and the routines and the showmanship and the nuts and bolts. And now we're expanding our programming. We have multiple days now in multiple classes. So we're a real online school that has multiple classes for multiple levels. You're welcome to come to any of our classes. If you're a total beginner, we have people that bring people up to speed and we'll give you reading lists and curriculum to to get you kind of savvy with the lingo. And we have a lot of people that like to mentor And we have a lot of instructors. I mean, what you're seeing on the show is maybe six, eight people, but there's about 20 or 30 that are actively participating in the experience each week that are contributing to the technology of it. And then we have hundreds watching and then thousands watching on demand, depending on their time zone. 
Yeah, and this, you know, besides your wonderful magic, this is one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on the show because I think that you, you've really expanded the idea of what, what someone or what a team of people can do in, as a podcast or as any sort of like consistent episodic material out there. And, you know, you have these different formats, these different segments. It's live, it's pre recorded, there's education, there's, in, there's interaction, but there's also sort of like, you know, you're, you're sharing and speaking. So you have all these really interesting elements all tied together in this wonderful experience. And of course, it's anchored in the school and the curriculum and the, the longer workshops you do. And it's just incredible. And so I really, I really encourage anyone listening to go check it out and get some inspiration because there's just, there's such a wealth of knowledge and creativity behind what you all are doing. It's really astounding. One of the things that we find most important, and we're running this in a couple of weeks, is storytelling. Whether you do magic tricks or it's, it's, it's secondary, the most important thing is the narrative, the story. And I don't know if you watched Game of Thrones, but that was an incredibly popular story. That on the last episode, and I resisted it for years because I don't have a television in my house, but when I was on a cruise ship, I was traveling on a cruise ship for a couple of months doing my shows, I watched it. I caught up and said, oh, okay, I get to see what this is. You bond with these very interesting characters, and then they kill them in some kind of torturous medieval way. So, oh, I get it. But it's a fascinating story about all these relationships and, and status battles. But on the last episode, Tyrion Lannister says to what's left of the court in Westeros, who shall be king? And Tyrion says, the person with the best story will rule. And that's true if you are a movie or a book or a piece of music with the best lyrics if you are a political party and have a great story you win if you have a great story you get the you know a, a, a top prize pulitzer prize or something so the, the the story is most important and most people don't know how to tell their own story so we teach personal storytelling and and living your mythology breaking it down to what's your origin story? Where do you come from? What was your initiation into life? What, was your, what, what were the things that you found most illuminating? Because our life is filled with stories and our stories are what make us unique. And magic and magical arts are a way of telling your story. So if people are interested in learning how to tell your story, come and join us for this class. It's going to be, it's going to be incredible. And you're going to learn how to tell your story. I'm actually really considering joining. I think the story element would help any any entrepreneur to hone in on their their personal brand and like you're saying, you know, what what are the challenges they've been through? What were what was their initiation? What was their hero's journey? And having I think your container is going to give a perspective that is unlike any business course, any sort of copywriting class or freebie that you find on the internet. If if anyone could take this uh, class, they're going to get uh, a much deeper, richer opportunity for self-reflection and for writing that story. And I think that's such a powerful offering and it's so needed right now to cut through the noise of everyone just broadcasting the same kind of uh, copy and pasted marketing message, you know? You know, it, stories are conversations too. They're not just one way. There's, there's a back and forth with a story as well. It's a conversation. What you said, there's so much controversy 
And stories create conversations, which is this ebb and flow. It's like a lemniscate from one to another. Instead of this just butting it up and the person that has the biggest budget has the biggest, you know, the, the, the biggest advertising campaign. And it is quality versus quantity. It is pure signal versus noise. I love that. I love that. So, you know, as we're getting towards the tail end of this, we still have some time. You're just such a valuable resource. I would love to give the listeners a couple very tangible things to take away from this. One of the things I was thinking is just your power with words, your power with scripts as a host, as an anchor. We need to become proficient at speaking, at memorizing scripts, at structuring our stories in a way that is engaging. Could you give us any practical tips or, or places to look for how we can improve prove that let me give you an illustration let me give you an illustration when we're writing when we're creating we want everything to go as smooth as silk but the creative process is alchemy it's transforming lead to gold so when you're creating we sometimes get into these blocks where these knots appear in our creativity and we start to get tight because of deadlines because of stress, because of politics, relationships, and we get tighter and tighter and tighter. And what we have to do is be very kind to ourselves. Take some time off, go for a walk, go outside, go reading, take some time away, refresh, renew, take a few deep breaths, and all of those knots will melt away like magic. And you could turn a knot into a, oh, a moment of insight, a moment of insight and wonder. I just finished a wonderful book called Daily Rituals about famous artists and their creative process. And one of the commonalities is they get outside, they go for walks, they refresh and renew themselves. So if they get tight, ugh, get the big picture step away from your work for a while don't just grind through it that's something inside of you saying refresh renew and that's why people do yoga and meditation and mindfulness and i promise you if you take those moments of in between those moments of emptiness you will be able to experience magic life and your work in a whole new way Brilliant, brilliant, just brilliant. That is so true, uh, especially now being stuck behind the screens for extra, extra amounts of time than we're used to being I mean, stuck no, at home. You could become a zombie. Become <laughs> a zombie. <laughs> If you're, if you're listening to this, you should head over to the YouTube and uh, watch this, obviously, if you haven't figured that out by now, that uh, you're missing out on some very awesome visuals. <laughs> All right, that's that's an absolutely fantastic uh, recommendation to recharge. And you know, as we wind down, is there anything that we could talk about about lineage a little bit? It's a non sequitur, but I just want to make space for it because it's something that matters to me. Is like learning from masters, learning from experts, and perhaps you could just share a little bit about your experience with lineage in the magic world and its importance. You know. The symbol of the magic wand has been handed down from magician to magician to magician since the dawn of time. The ancient shaman 
has slowly transformed over time to the showman of today. And no matter what your mode of expression is, writing, video, any sort of communication, any sort of life-enhancing media that you might be involved in, study your roots and trace them back and learn from the great masters. That so enriched my life is to be able to train with a master, to have a personal relationship, conversations on a continuing weekly or daily basis with a master that can help because they have made the mistakes and they can shave years off of your learning curve. So you can read books or surf the internet and look on YouTube, but I, I will tell you, I don't think there are many great ballet dancers or classical musicians or great athletes that learn their craft from YouTube clips. Go out, connect with a master and learn from the best. And this is the time to train. This is the time to learn. This is the time to take a chance and to go connect with magic. Love it. I love it. Well, Jeff McBride, it has been such a privilege, such an honor, such a joy to connect with you. And I've been working with you for uh, many months now, and it has only enlivened my life. It's enriched my life. Every time I get off a session, I run out and talk to my partner, and she can just see the joy in my eyes. It's an unlimited resource for me of just... Um, new creative ideas and new ways to connect with myself and my roots. So I'm so grateful for your time and for you joining us on this show. And how could people, you know, you mentioned your website, what's the best way for people if they wanted to get in touch with you, take some classes, learn more about what you do? Well, I'll illustrate it with some magic. So look over here. My life was changed when somebody said, pick a card. It seems so simple. Just a simple card trick changed my life. And that sent me on a quest to explore the magic that is right at my fingertips that I never knew that was there. Now, you don't need to do sleight of hand to be a magician. You can be a writer. You can be a videographer. You can be a podcaster. Anybody in any sort of an art. But there is magic to learn. And all you have to do is reach out and you can give me an email or jeff at mcbridemagic.com and we can connect with some magic. I'll do that again. Jeff, J-E-F-F, -F, at mcbridemagic.com. I actually do answer my emails. No matter, you know, where they come from, I do that. I reach out and, and, and connect with people. So that's really the best way. They can look at uh, websites or things, but just say hello and let's start this conversation. And no matter where in the world you are, we can connect because of these incredible platforms that we have now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it from the grandmaster of magic himself, Jeff McBride. He actually answers his email. So yeah. I, I recommend Talk taking the, the opportunity to send him one. That was truly beautiful, Jeff. Thank you so much for sharing your magic and your inspiration with us. And I hope everyone goes and checks out the magic and mystery school. Good. And from my heart to yours. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Beyond Air. I hope you enjoyed it and are now one step closer to turning on your microphone and broadcasting your message to the world. 
I'd love to hear from you. Let me know how I can help you on your broadcasting journey by getting in touch with me and maybe even apply for a strategy session if you want to discuss your podcast idea. You can reach me at www.podcast-farm.com. Till next time, my friends, I'm Kaylee Marks, and thanks for tuning in to Be On Air.